Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. And we're here to talk about a fake video game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's what we do. See, this, I love how every show that I do, after I do like the the intro that I'm used to, I just sort mm. of like fall apart and I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> I mean... It's fair and good, and I think it's, like, funny and charming, at least. Well, thank you. <laughs> Alright, um... We just rolled horror last time. Mm-hmm. Did we have anything, like, to talk about not, like, related to the show, but, like, not about today's episode? Um, I mean, I, I like, did, like, a, a past edit on the last episode talking about the fan art. Yeah. Oh, if you have anything you wanted to say, go right ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that, like, I've been playing a game called Monster Sanctuary, which really just feels like an RNGG-ass game. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, uh, on the overworld you're doing, like, Metroidvania, like, backtracking and platforming and all this stuff. But then you you touch an enemy and you tur- go into, like, turn-based monster-raising combat. I... I had a lot of fun with it, but I also had to put it down, because I think I'm getting, like, approaching the end of the game, and the difficulty is, like, ramping up in a kind of unfun way. Mm. But also, I kind of get it, because it is so open, like, you kind of expect people to, like, backtrack enough to, like, level up a good bit, and I'm kind of at this point where I'm just kind of skipping monster encounters and just trying to do platforming. But I really like it. I think it was like kickstarted and they like they put it on a bunch of different consoles. I would probably suggest away from doing the Switch version though cuz it like lags and hitches randomly and that's not fun when you're doing like screens that are clearly inspired by like Celeste and shit like that. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to talk about a game that feels like a <laughs> feels like one of our our games. <laughs> uh, I have been not playing video games. You know, and that that feels good. I wish I wish I could be that. <laughs> um, I've been making video game again, which is nice. That is nice. Um, but I've also been reading just like a lot of gender themed manga. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like a really fun time. It's been terrible for my sleep schedule. I spent two nights in a row staying up till 4am and then only getting like four hours of sleep. So I, I, despite getting like a good seven hours last night, I am still tired. Oh no, yeah, yeah, that, the sleep debt will get ya. (laughs) Uh, And I've got a very busy schedule after this. (laughs) I think Uh, I think I've avoided talking about today's episode for long enough. Oh, I, I will say, if people want to recommend gender-themed stories, uh, it doesn't have to be long. It can just be like comics or whatever. Mm. I love that. I love that. It's it is it's good. Look, I will always recommend Princess Jellyfish to people. It's I, I think the gender stuff isn't like the A plot, but it's a really strong B plot that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh. And the thing is, like, I've been judging it, like, because, like, there's a lot of bad stuff in there. It's like a lot of, there's, like, a lot of fetish stuff and yeah, stuff like that that yeah. I just, like, try to avoid. And then sometimes mm. it'll just sneak up on you. 
And even some of the ones I've liked so far have just been way too horny for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I've been I've been deciding that I can tell that I actually like one and I think it's good and would recommend it if dur- at any point during reading it I have to clasp my hand over my face and to say, "Oh no." <laughs> It's a, Which has happened a few times. Mm-hmm. It's a good qualifier. Um, actually, I might share one with you after we're done recording here. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Um, actually, I'll go ahead and say this now. Um, I learned that the person who did Magical Trans, um, because that one got sort of like canceled, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, started working on another one. I don't Ooh. know if it'll be any good because it's only a little bit out. And I did read it, but I've forgotten everything about it already. Mm. Um, but it was just nice to know that uh, making more stuff still. Yeah, yeah, that's always uh, that's always good to hear. Mm-hmm. And there's like a translation group that's dedicated to just translating those two. And they're called Magical Translation and they use the trans colors and it's good. Good. Oh, that's really good. Alright, uh, anyways, we can talk about the show now. Do mm-hmm. you have any bonus objectives? <laughs> See, I, I originally was, like, non-violent, but then we did non-violent last week. Yeah, I, I have an idea for something. I, again, I think I would want to, you know, I'm putting the qualifier on this, like because, like, I know we're not going to do it. Mm. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it now, that we're going to avoid stuff like hospitals or mental health facilities. Mm-hmm. Because, one, it's overdone in horror, and two, it's bad stigmatization. Yeah, no, for sure. I think I'm also just going to throw in, like, remove from IP. Like, I don't I don't want to talk about Resident Evil. It's, it's very much in the zeitgeist right now, and, like, good for RE fans. The new one looks really cool, but... This is this is not going to be Resident Evil content. I've decided that I couldn't give a shit about Resident Evil. I I think I like the ones before the last one. I feel like the most the one not the most most recent one that's about to come out, but the one before that. Like I, I tried to watch the speed run for, and I was just like, this is too much for me. It just seems like it's too it's too something for me. You yeah. know? Yeah. Like, if I had to decide between, like, a Resident Evil or, like, a Silent Hill, I guess I would try to play a Silent Hill. Although mm. I haven't really done that either. I don't play horror video games. Yeah, I don't either. I Even though I keep trying to make myself, like, I own Silent Hill 1 on the PSN. And I bought Prey for myself. I think I, t- I talked about this last, when we did uh, Neverglades. But, like, I keep trying to make myself, like, horror games. And then I just, like, it does not, not happen. <laughs> Even stuff like, um, even stuff that has sort of like a vibe that could be horror, sometimes you have to stick away from or only play in short bursts. So. See, I like, I like when games teeter into like weird and creepy territory. Like the, um, the PS1, or I guess not even PS1, but like the older Final Fantasies have like weird, like flesh monsters every now and again. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're, like, really fun and interesting, because they're just, like, random encounters you have to deal with, and then, like, that it's over, you know? Like, it's nothing- or, like, there'll be, like, a, a boss that's, like, a weird, like, gooey zombie flesh monster, and I'm just like, ooh, that's kind of gnarly, and then it's over, and then it's like, that's not the core theme of the game or anything like that, it's just kind of, like, 
in very like concentrated doses throughout a game. Mm-hmm. And like I like stuff like that. I just can't handle it when like that's what the game is about. I uh, for example uh, of me not being able to handle things that are like horror adjacent. Um, mm. I played like a, a good bit of Alan Wake. Um, mm. But I had to play it in bursts because I was scared. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of my formative like video game memories growing up was being terrified of Hyrule Field and Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda. Because uh... those the zombies would just come up and they would chase you and chase you and chase you. And that was like legitimately terrifying to me. That and the Redeads were awful. Uh, if you want to talk about being horrified by video games as an early child, um, there, I did like a game trade with someone at school once for N64 games. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what I traded away, but I ended up with a copy of, um, I think I traded away a copy of Wave Race, which is a shame because that was a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a copy of Ready to Rumble Boxing, which was like fine or whatever. Right. Um, I didn't play it really Mm. um and a copy of nightmare creatures oh god um which i also didn't really play much i would like boot it up and i would um jump into the uh i'd jump into the game i'd pick a character because it's a two you can pick between the two characters um i think one of them was a girl one i definitely did pick that one and Somehow I didn't think about it then, but every time after that I would always get all self-conscious about it. Right. Um, and then I would never leave the first area because it was scary. <laughs> I, I'm looking it up because I'm not familiar with this game, and I also just love that like some random kid just gave you a rated M game. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It was a trade. <laughs> Huh. Oh god, they there is a movie planned, but then it never went into production. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I never left like the starting area. <laughs> that that is very fair. And like looking at some screenshots now, uh yeah, that would have scared the shit out of me too. I also remember it being um very hard to control. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, uh, skimming the Wikipedia page was talking about how like people found the like the combat to be really challenging and like actually learning how to block is like your best friend in this game. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, anyways, we should probably get back to what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, sorry, I got okay. distracted by something. No, no, you're good. I'm just trying... I haven't been having internet issues, like, all week. So I was just trying to make sure I didn't, like, drop the call or something. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, let me set up a timer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Alright, ready and start. Okay. Um, so I want, I do have an idea, because this is an idea for something that I would want to make, but I can't do a horror, and I'm, you know, stuff like that. It's Mm -hmm. just like, it is outside of my realm of ability, I think. Yeah. Um, 
but I like when... Okay. Let me... I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe this. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my favorite games that I've played within, like, recent memory have been just, like, weird, like, student projects. Um, like, not even, like, high-level, like, well-polished student projects, but, like, I'm talking, like, um, like, Jumanji 2 Dark Jumanji. Mm. Um, and other stuff by, like, Sega Tapes. Sega Tapes is my favorite person to have made those games. Um, (laughs) let me see if I can... Oh, yeah, they changed to Tapesoft. They're Tapesoft now. Okay. Um, but for example, their games that they have on their itch.io are Sports 2013 Final Mix down by 5, 20 seconds on the clock. Hold uh-huh. on. Gamers beware, you're in for a scare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, the more and more I like start getting into game dev, the more I realize that like it's. I feel like it's less about like trying to make your dream project and more about just like trying to just make as many projects as you can and just trying to like learn as much as possible mm-hmm. and like i think that is really cool when you can just like make these like shorter you know more like you know little projects that are just like weird aesthetic things uh-huh uh but like i love that especially because like that and like jumanji 2 dark jumanji um sort of have this like thing where it's like as it progresses the vibes just get weirder and weirder Mm. um but i wanted to do something like that but with horror yeah like for example i've put out like a a few prototype things on my itch page of which me being like this is like a proof of concept of me just trying to see if like this controls well Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah and I've just been thinking, like, well, what if I just did one of those and said that that's what I did? But then, like, you could do a thing and it becomes a horror game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... It, like, that's, oh. that's, like, a thing that, like, became popular, especially with, like, viral games. Stuff like, uh, you know, Doki Doki and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't mean, like, chalk... I just mean, like, it just... You do a thing and suddenly you're playing a fully different game. Mm. So I guess what is the what is the bait and switch like? What what do you what is the bait? And what like you and then you switch into like something spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go on my page to see which prototypes I have. I have um. The two that I have on my page are the fishing game proof of concept and prototype test, which I think was for when I was doing a cart uh, racing. Mm. See, now I'm just thinking about that, like the wrestler character maker you made. Mm. <laughs> but like, instead of it turning into a wrestling game, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like a horror walking sim after that. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm just I've opened up prototype test of the car racing one just to run it in browser and wow does it run bad in browser. Oh no. 
Is it running bad, or is it I just have the, the game set to slow? I think I might just need to, like, crank up some stats. Mm. Yeah, it's not, like, perfect, but it's not bad. It's a little framey. I don't know, like, I kind of like the vibe I have here with prototype tests for this kind of thing. Mm. Of, like, it's just sort of like a little zone with just, like, a bunch of, uh, like, buildings and stuff. Mm. And, like, technically you can just, like, um, you can, uh, fly, like, off, just drive off the side of the map and just keep going. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, oh, what if I just put something out there in the distance that if you just drove over there and found it, you could just, you know. It's like uh, when you, like, people clip out of bounds of a uh, of a 3D platformer. Mm. And they find, like, the thing that the developers put there to be the reference point for origin. So it's like, oh, yeah, the tomato's just there out in the middle of the nowhere. Right, right. See, now I'm just thinking about the Choro Q games, but, like, what if it was, like, an atmospheric horror game? That would be weird vibes. <laughs> You're just, like, you are just, like, a little car out in the world, and it just kind of happens to be a scary world. Uh, what if it's, like a, like, a 3D platformer, but it's, like, a, um, it's one of those where the environment is 3D, but all of the characters are sprites? Mm. There's one of those coming to Switch soon, I think. Ooh, okay. Uh, maybe something like that? That could be fun, yeah. Alright, I'm closing this, that way I don't keep getting distracted by pressing buttons. Oh, I, also, I should also mention to go ahead and mention Tapesoft's other game that they have on there, which is Which Naro Character Are You? A Fun Interactive Quisperience. Mmm. And the thing Love I remember that. about that one is that it does have a meme generator. Oh, good. Um, I, I used to have one of them saved on my phone, but I'm not sure if I still do. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's very funny. Mmm. Um, okay. Uh so yeah, let's let's think here. What we okay. What are, what are the vibes we want for the horror part, I guess. That would maybe help us out. I think it's I think though the horror that I kinda like is not necessarily like like something big and scary is coming like trying to, you know, get you or coming after you. It's more of like wandering through a world and like realizing something horrible has happened here and you just have to like kind of like deal with like kind of like what not necessarily like watching it but like like reading about like how it happened and like um words words are hard i guess i i think it's like I, i think i would like a game that's like less about you being in immediate danger and like more about just like hearing about how other people were in immediate danger, I guess. <laughs> oh, actually, here's a thing I like. I, here's a pitch for you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you know anything about the Beginner's Guide? No, I do not. It's made by the Stanley Parable people. Okay. Um, and it's a game about playing through someone's unfinished prototypes. Mm. Um, and there's like a whole narrative to it about like, oh, the the person who put out the there's like a kayfabe to it as well about like the developer being like or in the game because like there's voiceover through it. Mm. Um, being like, yeah, so this is like my friend's stuff, and he just like never finished anything, and um and stuff like that oh and there's this like recurring thing and all this like other stuff and him being just like oh yeah i'm gonna upload these all together so that way other people can see them because i think other people should see them Mm -hmm. even if the person who made them doesn't or whatever right but it's again it's just like a it's going through a bunch of unfinished uh segments of a game and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so just like the thought of uh Sorry, my brain just sort of stopped working. Um, just like, what if it is going through someone's just like a bunch of unfinished projects? Mm. Um, but the twist on it that makes it horror is that they're unfinished because of like a more existential reason or something. Right, right. A ghost in the machine or something. <laughs> This might be a little bit too real, but maybe the the projects never got finished because the person, like, essentially was doing them as, like, a hobby after their day job, and now their day job is, like, not leaving them with any time to do anything besides, like, work. And now oh, just, so like, the monster is capitalism. Yes, the monster is capitalism, and how it works us so fucking hard that we can't really like do anything that we really want the monster is a metaphor for capitalism okay it's like not less or i mean we could also just go with like you know something like spooky and supernatural but i also i don't know am very much feeling the like the ennui of like wishing i had more time for my hobbies right now (laughs) okay okay here we are Here's here's my pitch for you. It's a game okay. where you have a virtual desktop. Okay. And you're sort of poking around. It's just like this person's like this is it only has the files from like not maybe not just only the files from them doing game dev stuff, but like it's primarily that and maybe there's like a few text files here or there or like images that are saved or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just sort of like uh every time you open one like you go through it and then you unlock the next one like the most a more recent one right and it keeps going until like the most recent ones are just sort of a very bleak and oppressive Mm -hmm. Um, and there's just sort of like as you go there's like a figure maybe all of them have a consistent theme and it is like there is something in the sky Um, right and then as you go on and go on the thing just sort of gets bigger and more oppressive Mm mm-hmm and that way you could do like a lot of different like actual game genres within the topic of horror and like the, the individual games don't even have to be horror mm-hmm. and that's the fun of it yeah yeah and i think like some of the tech stocks too are like uh like heart-wrenching kind of arcs of like 
Okay, so I know I didn't finish my last project, but like, I'm feeling really excited about this next one. It's going to be this, that, the other. And like, you know, I'm really excited. Like, I think I actually can like get through it. And then like, there's a, you know, another doc like time stamped a week later. That's like, yeah, I don't, or not even a week later. Maybe it could be like a month or two months later, but it's like, yeah, I don't think this is going to happen. I just, I have to take extra shifts at work and you know, it's just, I don't think I'm going to finish this one either. I'm a little bit bummed about that. Or, you know, like maybe they were like planning on submitting this to a game jam and like that's not happening now. So now I'm imagining that this is stuff that's like there is like a browser hyperlink on the uh, on the desktop. And like when you click on it, it just opens up to their like GeoCities page or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe it could just it could be like a bull like hyperlinks that lead to like a blog or something like that. Mm-hmm. What is like what is the like oppressive figure that like keeps showing up in all of the games? I mean, I kind of just like the idea of it being just sort of like a like a dark mass. Uh-huh. And, like, as it grows, the sky just sort of gets darker. That kind of thing. Mm. Um, so, like, in each subsequent game, it gets a little bit darker or something like that. And, like, as it gets darker, you start seeing, like, themes about the side effects of capitalism show up. Things like, mm. okay, I'm having to do resource management now or something like that. Right, right. Or, like, you know, very basic things like you know, your character... Yeah, I guess this this falls in with, like, resource management, but, like, you know, your, your character now has meters and you have to, like, buy things to, like, keep them alive and all this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And this one's getting a little bit personal, what I'm about to suggest, um, because it is something that I did. Um, but there's, like, an unfinished thing that they've made during a depressive episode. Yeah. Where it's just like them just trying to work through their vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, clearly not getting finished because that's one of the side effects of depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Do we like ever. Do we ever get to know this character's like name or do we just kind of know them as like a. Like an internet handle. They probably have like an internet handle. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, I feel like with this kind of pitch, it's not. There's not really much else we can do, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. I think the thing that I'm trying to think of is like, what is the like finale to this? Like, what is like the like? I think we're 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 trying to talk about like the evils of capitalism, but at the end of the day like is is you know our uh kind of anonymous hero or i guess not hero but like point of view character like do they get a happy ending or you know do they just kind does the game just kind of end on like yeah this living under capitalism sucks the end you know like i guess i'm trying to think of like how how like what what do we want to say about capitalism other than like it sucks you know i mean i feel like we're saying stuff by like showing the things that like occur like Mm -hmm. by like the way it affects the the stuff being made 
yeah, yeah. themes and stuff that this person wants to put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know, because like, I feel like if it's like a nice short thing, you're probably going to end up with like a sort of melancholy, melancholic ending. Yeah. Oh, just being like, they last updated, and then it's like someone else, a couple months later, it's like, oh, someone posts some stuff on like, like a comment on one of the things being like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, or like, I like the idea of the finale of it being like, you start getting less and less updates, but as you like check the, uh, the web stuff, you're seeing people leaving comments. Hmm. And like while they just they stop being new things posted, people are still like talking about the stuff being made. Yeah, I also kind of like that. Like maybe the game ends before going going to the credits with like you getting a notification that like you know the the person who runs the blog, the the main character, like likes one of the comments of like hey i really like this prototype you know looking forward to your next project so it's like kind of like a little bit optimistic that like you know they're still around they're still going to be doing stuff it's just like mm-hmm. it sucks living under capitalism because <laughs> like i, I kind of don't i don't know i guess personally i don't want it to be necessarily like you know they've disappeared or kind of kind of kind of gone completely you know off the network but maybe they're just like not able to do anything at the moment and that's kind of like why they're like not updating so much Mm -hmm. so it's like i guess it's kind of bittersweet because it's like okay they're still around they liked that one comment and you know they're they're checking in every now and again but like it's you know bitter because like you know they're not able to do any of the projects that they really want to yeah what do we call this gosh (laughs) um well i was just sitting there like after we said it maybe it's just like a a display name i was just like i don't know what what would it what's like a sort of generic display name Mm. And my brain was just like, oh, what about just like J-Webs, but with a Z or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. That feels uh, like a fake display name on the earliest internet. See, my brain was going in the other direction of like generic display names circa when I was on Gaia Online. So like Shadow Wolf something or another. <laughs> mm-hmm. But J-Webs, I feel like, is a good... Uh, it's, that's the kind of thing that someone would keep with for years, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus, like, Shadow Wolf, like, 365, like, that's something you grow out of. <laughs> oh, if you're a coward. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people are, is the thing. So what if it's just, like, uh... What if it's just like the name of the uh, the blog or whatever? Mm. The the game is just called jwebs.neocities.org. Oh, I, mean, I was thinking just like jwebs.blogzone. Yeah. <laughs> Not even like a, a dot anything at the end. Just like mm. .blogzone. So that way it's Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Wow, the vibes are just wild this week. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. 
Yeah, I've been I've been having a weird one. I'm gonna be honest. It's it. I've been having a, a weird week. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's not like not just like this game, but also like this game coming after us having just like a long discussion about just like you know the stuff we've been doing, games we've been playing, having a grand old time. <laughs> uh, it sucks because I need a job to buy more gunpla. But I hate my job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, I want to talk about the beginner's guide for a little bit. I just want to talk about how, like, I never played the beginner's guide. Okay. Um, I, I watched a playthrough of it, mm-hmm. um, and it became very. Just, like, the, the story and the way it ended and all of that stuff just sort of, like, deeply affected me. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I related heavily to it. Because I was, like, you know... In college, I was a depressed game dev who never finished any projects. And while most of that's the same, I am at least a little bit less depressed now, and that's nice. Mm, um, yeah. And, you know, like, I don't feel like I have to take meds for it anymore, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's... Yeah, so, like, that game just, like, deeply affected me. And I don't really remember the full... St- I just, like, know... So, spoilers for the Beginner's Guide. Um, so, like, I mentioned, like, the recurring themes in all of these games. It's, like... For example, in this, it's, like, every game, there's a lighthouse at the end. Or not a lighthouse, but, like, a, a lamppost at the end. Okay. Um, every one of these, like, little prototype experiences. Um... And so, like, the person that's being your narrator is just constantly being like, well, what does this mean? What, what's, what's the point of the lamp? Is it, like, a guiding light to to be at the end? Is it, like, a finishing thing? Mm. Um, and then at the end, you get, like, the last correspondence that their friend had sent them. Um, and it ended with, like, a stop putting a lampposts in my games. Hmm. <laughs> And, you know, like, it's, like, this whole, like, weird, like, there's, like, an unreliable narrator thing there. Because, right. like, he's been le- leading you to believe that this was in there from the beginning and all that. But it's, like, I don't know. It was very strong energy mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, um, the most of a horror game I've ever played was, like, the one sitting of Prey that I've played. And, like, I think I really enjoyed how... Because it, 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 it felt very much to me, like, you know, it controlled a lot like Skyrim. So, like, in my brain, I was like, oh, if I see a monster, like, I'll be able to handle it. You know, things like that. And then in that game, you're, like, not equipped to handle monsters, like, at all. Like, the most you can do is, like, glue them down and run. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, everything in that game is a mimic, so, like, you know, I think one of the things that really got me was I was, like, walking up a stairwell, and there were two trash cans sitting next to each other. And one of them was, like, upright, and the other one was, like, knocked over. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And I didn't even think that, like, oh, yeah, because one of them is a mimic, and it's about to, like, you know, jump you the moment you stop looking at it, and, like 
the I guess the, the feeling of like just not being able to like handle like hectic situations other than just running was like very interesting to me when I first played it. Sorry, I'm typing now. You good? Okay. Um, how do we feel about this name? I, I can change it. That's perfect to me. All right. Uh, jwebs.blogzone. A virtual desktop experience where you explore through a person's blog, playing various short games and unfinished prototypes they've made, as well as reading life updates. Over time, the games take longer and become more unfinished as jwebs gets jobs and depression, and has less time and energy to focus on them. Uh, Games get darker and the themes get harsher as the shadow of capitalism creeps in, and on a bittersweet note of J-Webs liking some comments people post a few months after the last update. Oh, perfect. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess it's time for plugs. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the show at RNGGCast on Twitter, or you can send us emails over to... Um, rnggpodcast at gmail.com Crash I am on Twitter at CrushingWays14 You can find me there talking about uh, Let's see, I think at 3am last night I was talking about Rift So the MMO that I like to play every now and again Even though it's not good But I still like it Mm -hmm. Uh, But if that sounds like something you want to hear about You can follow me there Cassidy, where are you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Um, I w- before I get into the rest of my plays, I do want to shout out Tapesoft again. Um, that's at Tapesoft on Twitter, Tapesoft on itch.io. They haven't put out anything in a while, but that's like chill and fine. Mm-hmm. I've seen them like around on the internet still. Yeah. Um, but I still deeply enjoy, like, I have great memories of playing these games for the first time. Um, I feel like you showed me their basketball game. Yeah. Now, yeah. I remember okay. us spending, like, a good half hour or so with me trying to get all of the keys. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what the keys unlocked. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember other than the vibes were absurd and I loved it. Uh-huh. My favorite one is probably still Jumanji 2 Dark Jumanji. Yeah. Um, It's good. (laughs) It's very good. Uh, So, shout out to Tapesoft, shout out to Liam. You do good work. Um, Let's see. Uh, Anyways, you can find all of my other stuff that I do and uh, have guessed it on over at madlobotanist.neocities.org. Same as the Twitter handle, .neocities.org. Um, I don't have a link to my itch on there, I don't think. But So I'm on itch, also at Madlobotanist. You can see all of my unfinished projects over there. <laughs> um, let me get my random number generator up and running. Alright, we've got a four. What's four? Four is... Listener prompt. Hmm. Alright, time time to see uh, which Tanner thing we're doing this time. Yeah! <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and remove the old ones. 
Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So we've got ten of them. Mm-hmm. It's a nine. I died and got reincarnated as a secret boss? Bonus boss? Oh, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about a fake isekai game. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be pretty good. <laughs> okay. Alright, so next time we'll figure out what that is. Uh, if you want us, a reminder, if you want to send us any title prompts, you can do so at the email address I listed before, or honestly just through Twitter, wherever mm-hmm. you want to. Um, but until then, good luck. Have fun. I started to put together one of my uh, diver gear bases, and... I don't know what it is, but our base is usually made out of, like, harder plastic than, like, the actual kits. I'm not sure. I mean, I could be... If you told me that was true, I would believe it. That kind like, of thing. So, if, if I'm understanding, like, kind of the mechanics of, of cutting things off of the, like, the runners, you're supposed to kind of cut it a little bit apart from where it attaches to the piece, mm-hmm. and then kind of, like, attempt to trim it off. Yeah. There was really no trimming it off delicately for some of these, like, base pieces. It's just, a, it was a lot of just me trying to, like, saw through stuff with a craft knife, which felt a little bit dangerous. Yeah, it, I mean, it might be better off trying to trim it some more using uh, your nippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's more or less what I ended up doing is cutting them a little bit past and then, yeah, using my nippers more and then craft knifing, you know, some of the marks to, to get them, like, really clean. But also, I'm just like, it's a it's a base. If I really wanted to get fussy with it, I could, like, sandpaper or even paint over some of those spots, but... I am not thinking about that for my bases at the moment. <laughs> I just wanted to get them put together. And I actually am really pleased with the, the amount of options that the gear, the diver gear base comes with. It has like, it has three different arms Ooh. for like the three peg holes that it's got. But you can also put the two arms together to really like prop up a piece. So, like, mm-hmm. it, it shows, um, like, Kyoya's gunpla on on the base as, like, an example of how to use all three. Because, like, you use more or less the larger one to prop up the gunpla and then the two side ones to, like, you know, prop up his little, like, drone pieces or yeah, whatever. Yeah, funnels. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, good. Perfect. That's what I'll be doing. Because I have that kit. <laughs> I also was expecting the, like, the green part in the middle to, like, be snapped in a little bit more, but it's kind of just a piece that, like, rests in the middle. It doesn't really, like, attach. Unless I did something wrong and I, like, I cut off some, like, some connecting tabs while popping it out, which is very possible. Usually Uh, you can tell if that's what you did. Yeah, yeah, and I don't feel like that's what I did, you know? Yeah. It could be very wrong, but it kind of just looks like the, the clear green piece just kind of like sits on top. I guess that makes sense for the build divers thing, because it is mm-hmm. just kind of like a really big piece on top of a, a piece that's even like slightly bigger than it. Mm-hmm. Then I think they also wanted to make it easier to 
ticket off if you were going to fill out the card. Oh, yeah, 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 because um, with the Build Fighters one that I have, it's sort mm. of got like a hinged plastic piece. Yeah. So you can pull out the sheet and write on it and then put it back in. Yeah, versus this, the um, the card just sets underneath the green plastic. Okay. Yeah, there's not really a good place to put a hinge on that, so I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I get it design-wise, but it also kind of freaked me out, like, did I do something wrong when I, like, first just kind of, like, dropped it in the recess and was just kind of like, oh, is that, that it? <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't show you, but now I have my, um, my, uh, SD Gundam skeletons posing on the stands that I got. Hmm. They're not doing anything fun or special, but. But they are posing. Yeah. <laughs> they are just kind of, <laughs> they're just kind of levitating. Oh, another problem I have with, the, especially the one that I just opened, the EX that I just opened recently, mm, is yeah. that the gates on the parts aren't big. Like, there's almost no gate. Oh, so no. So I can't really cut away from the part and then trim. I am having to do the, uh cut it directly next to it and i'm like good thing these god hands are as sharp as they say they are right right because otherwise this would be a mess yeah that's like i noticed on some of the um the pieces i was cutting out for the um stands is i would go to cut away from you know like on the gate you know away from like the connection point but then they would like slip at the last second i'd more or less end up like cutting on the connection point i'm just like oh I guess I'm going to have to be a little bit more firm with these because they're not quite as sharp as I feel like they ought to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be able to get away with um, if you like flip them around. So that way the uh, the cutting edge is still away from the part. Yeah. That might help a little. I, I've done that in the past sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been trying to make myself do. I've also gotten very, very, very good at cutting out these uh, uh, cross silhouette uh, skeletons. Now that I've done two, and I still have a third one. <laughs> what are you gonna put on all these skeletons? I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna do um, Azaku on the red. Makes sense. Because I'm going to do Double O Diver Ace on the white. I don't know what I'm going to do with the dark gray one. I just kind of got it because I was excited that they had cross silhouette skeletons that weren't green and red. You know? (laughs) Honestly, here's what I might think about. I would maybe do the Zaku on the gray one and then maybe get like a unicorn Gundam to put on the red. I mean, I also was kind of thinking about just sticking to putting the Double O Diver Ace on the red. Uh, yeah you can always just see what it looks like yeah yeah and if i i absolutely hate it which i don't think i would but if i did i could just you know pop off Mm -hmm. the pieces and put it on the white but also i like the white came out a lot more cleaner since you know i think let's see i did the the haro first and then the pink sd gundam the pink skeleton Mm -hmm. and then i've had more time to like watch some some guides and like kind of go over like conversations that we've had so when I went to go do the white skeleton, I was like, okay, I feel like I am, you know, I'm going to do this a lot better. And I feel like I've already noticed like an, an increase in my quality. White is also a good color for cutting just because it doesn't show stress marks. 
Yes. Um, because absolutely. stress marks are white. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, definitely something I noticed cutting out these a black and a dark gray uh, stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, we should clap and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to clap at 50? Sure. <laughs>